and welcome to another episode of the Kid Stories Podcast. I'm Phil Bechtel. Before we start our show today, I want to mention another podcast made by some fans of the Kid Stories Podcast. Emmy and Eli have begun publishing the Creative Stories for Kids podcast. I have listened to the first couple episodes, and it's great. Eli and Emmy, you've done great work with the podcast, and I look forward to hearing more. And I want to take this opportunity to remind all the listeners out there that you can write stories, you can write books, and you can make podcasts. You are full of great ideas, and all you need to do to get started is to sit down and start writing. And if you need any help or have any questions, just email me at kidsstoriespodcast at gmail.com. Now on to some shout-outs. Ella and Miri from Connecticut are big fans. I think if you two were characters in the stories, you would be missed fairy detectives who fly around collecting clues and solving mysteries. Thanks for listening, Ella and Miri. Hank from Loveland, Colorado likes to listen every morning on his way to school. Hank drew a funny picture of Carswell the Lobster pinching Tatiana's toes. Great drawing, Hank. I think if you were a character in the stories, you'd be a smoke ninja who can turn into smoke during battle. Thanks for listening, Hank. Today's episode is titled Lost in the Valley, Part 3. June and her cat Super Rai, Tatiana, Bulis, and Benben sailed the ocean toward Elmwood. It would take them weeks to get there. Luckily, Tatiana had sailed the high seas before and planned their entire journey, including some important stops they would need to make. Hours after leaving the valley, Stella emerged from below deck holding Rye. Stella? said Ben-Ben. What are you doing here? I, I had no idea you were even on the boat. Yeah, me and Rye were just cuddling below deck, maybe taking a nap. He's my new best friend, said Stella. And you didn't think you were going to Elmwood without me, did you? The more the merrier, I guess, said Ben-Ben, and something tells me your powers would come in handy. The heroes sailed for two straight days, bobbing up and down on the water. Rye didn't mind the trip. In fact, he seemed to enjoy having so much sun. Most of the time, he could be found stretched out on the deck, soaking up the warm rays. June was a bit bored. Aside from keeping the ship clean and working, they had done very little but lay around so far. She took some time to practice her new powers, but mostly she just hung out. In the middle of their third day out to sea, Tatiana handed out telescopes to everyone. All right, now listen up, she said. This part of the ocean is dangerous. It's under pirate control. We need to be on constant lookout. Well, hang on, said Stella. Didn't we defeat, like, hundreds of pirates a while ago? There was that epic battle and everything. Yeah, and after that pirate clan was defeated, the seas were calm for a while, began Tatiana. But before various ninja clans were able to build ocean dojos, a new pirate gang filled the void. Reports I'm getting say that these new pirates have taken over large portions of the ocean. They patrol the seas and steal everything they find. Island dojos haven't been able to fight them back just yet. This is one of their most active areas. Everyone looked around slowly, peering out at the horizon. If we go super fast, do you think we could just sail through without coming across any pirates? Asked June. I would be shocked if we reached our next stop without running into some pirates, said Tatiana. But I like your positive thinking, June. Let's get this thing moving as fast as it'll go. Ben-Ben, angle the sail to the true wind. June, 
Can you use your powers to suspend the anchor into the air to make the boat lighter? Bulis and Stella, you two keep a lookout all around. Everyone got to work right away. June walked to the side of the boat where the anchor hung from a large chain. She never would have thought of lifting it into the air to make the boat lighter. She extended her arms, holding her hands out toward the anchor. She felt the strange power surge through her body and the anchor slowly lifted up into the air. June was amazed at her ability. It took almost no effort to keep this anchor up in the air, even though it weighed hundreds of pounds. Their boat cut through the water, bouncing on the waves. The wind rushed through June's hair, and the ocean water sprayed on her face. It didn't take long for someone to pipe up about seeing another boat on the horizon. Oh, we got another boat over here, yelled Stella. Off the starboard bow! Tatiana rushed over with her own telescope and looked out to sea. How far off? asked Ben-Ben while he managed the sails. It's pretty far out, but it's closing fast, said Tatiana. From here it looks to be, uh, at least twice the size of our ship, maybe bigger. A brief silence fell over the crew of the boat as everyone considered their new circumstances. Ben-Ben, steer us over to that island there, said Tatiana. Everybody, get ready to steal a pirate ship. Pack up everything you can carry. The heroes scattered about the ship, gathering supplies and weapons. Tatiana pointed at a small island not far off. It was surrounded by rocks and filled with thick jungle. Ben-Ben, get us as close as you can to those rocks, ordered Tatiana. June, drop anchor once we get close. Ben-Ben angled the boat so that it floated right next to some big rocks jutting out from the island. June released the anchor from her powers and it splashed into the water. Follow me, quick! said Tatiana. She leaped off the boat and onto the rocks. Then she ran into the thick jungle of the island. June put Rai in her backpack, and everyone followed Tatiana. The heroes all crouched, peeking out from the thick vines and leaves, waiting for the pirate ship to come investigate. All right, crew, said Tatiana. When the pirates get here, they're probably going to board our boat. When they do, Stella, you teleport all of us onto their boat. Before we set sail, June, I want you to lift the anchor again and drop it right onto the deck of our old boat to sink it so the pirates can't follow us. Everybody got it? Everyone nodded, and June tried to play out the events in her mind to prepare herself. She was comforted by Rai's gentle purring. Soon the pirate ship came floating into view. It was huge. The ninjas all nestled down in their hiding places, trying hard to remain out of sight. The ship was dark blue, with white circles painted all over it, and a Jolly Roger flag flying high above the sails. It floated right up against the ninja ship, and the pirates lifted big, flat wooden boards and placed them so they acted as a bridge, with one end on their pirate ship and the other end on the ninja ship. Pirates then walked on these wooden boards from their ship to the ninja ship. They carried swords and knives and clubs. All right, Stella whispered Tatiana, whenever you're ready. June looked at Stella, hunched over in the jungle. Stella closed her eyes and concentrated. June saw a flash of light so bright she had to close her eyes, and when she opened them, they were all on the deck of the pirate ship. Not all the pirates had crossed over to the ninja ship, and they saw the heroes right away. They yelled their awful pirate yells and charged with swords raised high. Ben-Ben and Bulis and Tatiana all burst forth, fighting off the pirates. 
Swords clashed together and the sounds of battle filled the air. June, get rid of those boards, said Stella, pointing to the boards that the pirates were using as a bridge between the two ships. The last thing they wanted was for the pirates on the ninja ship to come back and join the fight. June thrust out her hands and used her powers to knock the boards into the water with an invisible force. The pirates on the ninja ship yelled and looked around for some other way to get back to their ship. They began tossing ropes and looking for other boards to use as bridges. Some even tried to jump. Bulis and Tatiana tossed pirates overboard while Ben-Ben steered their new pirate ship out into open water. After them! yelled one of the pirates on the ninja ship, and they began setting the sails up for a chase. Stella looked over the railing of the pirate ship down to the sea below. She extended her arms, and the anchor of the ninja ship came floating up out of the ocean, dripping with seaweed and salt water. The pirates scrambled about trying to get back to their ship. Then June directed the anchor right above the deck of the ninja ship. As it hovered above the boat, the pirates all scattered. Run! they yelled. Abandon ship! The anchor dropped and crushed a huge hole in the deck. Out of sight, the anchor continued crashing through the ship until it broke open a massive hole in the bottom. The boat rocked and began slowly sinking. The pirates all leaped off the ship into the water or onto the rocks nearby. Ben-Ben and Bulis quickly steered their new stolen pirate ship away from the island and out to sea. The pirates all stood on the edge of the little island, dripping with water, yelling and shaking their fists at the departing heroes. Those are some angry pirates, said Stella. Yeah, I've never seen pirates so mad, said June. But then, I've never seen a pirate at all, so... Well, something tells me we'll be seeing a lot more soon enough said Stella. The group unpacked their things. They had been sure not to leave anything important on their old boat. This boat's full of stuff, said Ben-Ben, as he rifled through some boxes on the deck. Yeah, there's probably more below deck, said Tatiana. Me and Bulis will be eyes up here. The rest of you head down there and make note of anything that might be useful. Everyone got to work, and the heroes continued their journey to Elmwood. The End Thanks for listening, friends. The website is kidstoriespodcast.com. The email is kidstoriespodcast at gmail.com. And you can find hours and hours of new stories at patreon.com forward slash kidstoriespodcast. Adios.